Hello and welcome to the podcast. This week I'm delighted to be joined again by Kerry Godleyman. Kerry, welcome back. Oh, it's lovely to be back. And uh, well, we, we talk about where, where you were last weekend. We, we talk about it in some detail. Um, but I think mm-hmm. it's fair to say that you have strong opinions on camping. Yeah, I think that is fair to say. Yeah, I do have very strong. So far as much as I made a law <laughs> to make it that everyone has to go camping. So that's quite strong, isn't it? That's strong feelings. Yes, of course. This this actually, that that is a good uh, health warning. This this show starts off as a happy-go-lucky conversation about camping and does mm. end up with Kerry basically implementing martial law yeah. uh, to ensure that our wayward youth, um, well, in a weird way, it's quite a nice thing, isn't it? You're enforcing it, but it's you're enforcing it positive. <laughs> it, well, it's it's uh, cruel but kind at the same time. It's it's um, <laughs> it's love bombing the youth. Um, well, th- well, welcome to this special, cruel, simultaneously cruel and kind episode of the podcast. I think it's more, more kind than cruel. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's not an unreasonable law to make people go camping for a week as a national service, is it? No. It's kind. Yeah, I think it's kind. <laughs> I think it's kind. Well, this is about to kick off. Enjoy. <laughs> Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Absolute Radio with Matt Ford, and I'm delighted to say joining us again, Kerry Godleyman. Kerry, welcome back. Hello. Oh, Hello. it's so lovely to be back. It's great to have you back, not just on the radio, but back in normal life because you've been camping all week. <laughs> I have. I've just got back from eight days camping in Devon wow. and Dorset. Yeah. I feel at, great. At the same site, or did you move around? Moved around. Moved around, Ooh. mate. Had five days in Dorset and three days in Devon. Lovely. And I feel great. You... I've had a proper holiday. And what sort of camping are we talking? Are we talking tent? Are we talking camper van? Proper sites well, or just pitching up I'm in a I'm glad you van? asked. <laughs> Wild camping. Um, no, I, we, I've got a camper van, so we took that, <gasps> and we took a tent. So you camped the tent next to the camper van. And the camper van only broke down once, which... If oh, you know anything no. about camper vans, is a win. <laughs> so, I mean, how badly did it break down? Oh, a little electrical gremlin, the A&A bloke said. They, they come up with a lot of euphemisms for camper vans breaking down. People who own camper vans have lots of funny little ways of explaining the fact that they've joined a cult and that it's mostly disappointing. So that's why like they anthropomorphise their van and call it Debbie. Oh, Debbie's, Debbie's broken down. And uh, that kind of thing goes on, which I sort of am on the inside of and the outside of. And I like it. Well, two questions. Bit. One, have you named your camper van? And two, when you see other camper vans, do you like beep your horn and wave at them? Uh, question two, yes. And I'm fully <laughs> on board with that. I yeah. do wave at other camper van owners. Question one, you know what? I haven't named a camper van because I think it's silly. But mm. there are occasions where I think maybe if I named it, he or she would be more reliable. Yes, because it would maybe if you showed it a bit of respect, it would reciprocate. Is that the logic? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't. There is no logic in it because it's a non-sentient machine. But there are occasions where you think, if I give it a persona, we might bond. <laughs> we might form and, and, a bond. And what sort of? By the way, the heat this week has been incredible, and there's oh, nothing worse than waking it's been up in amazing. a hot tent. You yeah, know, but then you get up and get bad? in the sea. No, it's been get great. in the sea. It's been you great, took it literally. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been swimming in the sea. I've been swimming in the River Dart. I've been doing a lot of swimming. It's been lovely. Wow. I didn't even well, think I'd get a holiday. I mean, you know, because of lockdown and everything, I'm amazed we got a holiday in. So I'm over the moon. This is. I'm so pleased that you've had like a proper holiday and you've enjoyed it, even though Thanks, you mate. basically had to wash in the ocean <laughs> and you're in a bucket. I didn't wash, Matt. I haven't washed for a week. It's liberating. I've been wearing Crocs and socks. I've gone. I've gone feral. <laughs> right. Well, we've got three. I went off grid for eight days. <laughs> You're survivalist. I, <laughs> I, I love not, it. Like, I love it. Not one of those American militia pre- like preparing for the rapture or something. We've got three minutes. Kerry's going to have a wash and we'll be back in a tick. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Matt Ford here on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by passionate camper Kerry Godleyman, who's here to explain <laughs> the camping community, to defend the camping community against the sort of barbs that we all say behind their back. Um, mm-hmm. Kerry, you are, by by admission, a, a very passionate camper. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I love it even when it goes wrong. It's, I suppose the weird go way, wrong, it going crazy. wrong is part of the point, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, because it's how you cope at the best in you. You can, you know, it, it, you can either go down or survive. <laughs> Yeah, and thrive. It makes it sound really severe. Where I know I'm a bit evangelical about it. Yeah. No, that's cool. But like, what what do you do during the day? There's a lot to do, Matt. There's no end of tasks. I mean, there's all the washing up. You've got to go around and make sure the pegs are all secure. You've got to tidy your tent. You, you've got you've got to go through uh, and check all your your fairy lights are, are attached and. <laughs> You've got to plan your meals. You've got to wash up. You've got to wash. There's so much to do. It's a never-ending list of jobs. That's what I like about it. Because thing is, I, I don't really like camp- holidays where you've got nothing to do, where you just sat no, about. That's right. But I never I really camped at Glastonbury. And I remember oh, one yeah, year, the first year um... I went, I was in charge of like the food and supplies, and my mate was in charge of the tent. And he brought this tent, and right. he forgot the tent poles. I was like, mate, what? He was like, oh, it's fine. We'll just sleep in it like a big sleeping bag. I was like, I'm not doing that for a week at Glastonbury. So, and then, and then we were just like, I'll oh, sod it. We'll sort it out later. It was the year that like there was that huge lightning storm, so the whole thing got flooded. Oh anyway. yes, it yeah. was a. I just spent a week in a flooded tent. And we it couldn't were have been lads. worse. It could not have been worse. Couldn't so, have been worse. Um, Although the first note, Glastonbury I ever went to, we didn't even take a tent. So, what? Where did you it's sleep? It's a luxury to have one. I don't know. I don't really oh, know. Kerry, I had a little Twitter me. exchange with the, an old friend that he and I went that year. 92 it was. And we just both recalled that we didn't take a tent. I, I think we slept in the Harry Krishna tent or something. I don't know. Oh, or we just huddled under a tree. But we were only Kerry, 19. Your, your, your mother and father must have been worried sick. Oh. They didn't know. Oh, my <laughs> word. Well, they'll be hearing... Oh, I just... I, that is too stressful for me to deal with. Uh, so on that note, text <laughs> us on 8-12-15, your camping nightmares. This is Matt Ford's Weekend Summer Camp on Absolute Radio. We're joined by everyone's favourite camper, Kerry Godleyman. Kerry, it, it, have you kind of done this... Is, are you like the camping comedian? Is, is this an attempt to, like, have a constituency? I... I like to think so. I have talked about it on stage. It's a very divisive subject 
because I know that it can split a room. And I quite enjoy, after we've had a few years of topics that can split a room, yeah. I, quite, I quite enjoy that some people are ambivalent about camping and some people are very passionate about it. That's what I've discovered. But are people, are are many people really, it? I love it. I think it's great fun. I only really yes. tend to do it at festivals, but I think it's great. Right. I can only do it for yes, a certain fun. amount of time and I don't have any of the clobber. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a camper van or anything like that. But I think it's great it fun. Start with a little enamel cup. That's my advice. And then take oh, it from there. Yeah. Um, I, someone's been the in touch. I love a retractable broom. Things what? like that. What? Like, like concertina colanders and things like that. Oh, right, washing yeah, up but... bowls that go inside washing up bowls. Like sort of babushka dolls. Yeah. But <laughs> with all your stuff yes. inside. Just yeah. loads of different tins of beans that are all inside each other. Um, yes. Someone here, we've asked for your camping nightmares. Do text them into 81215. Jake says, I left the tent zip open and a fox ate some of the leftover food. I mean, is this, is this a common problem, Kerry? I haven't come across that, Jake. I mean, uh, are you sure it was a fox? Could have been anyone, couldn't it? Why, why definitely a fox? Could yeah, stop lying, Jake. Stop texting Could radio stations human. with your lies. <laughs> your anti-fox lies. I think the answer to this problem is Tupperware, which is another passion of mine. <laughs> Tupperware. <laughs> inside Tupperware. Like boxes within boxes with firm lids. <laughs> oh, I love a firm lid. Particularly if you're Great. particularly for leftovers. Perfect. Oh God. Absolutely brilliant. The fun you can have with Tupperware. <laughs> Well, keep texting your camping nightmares to 81250. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Camping on Absolute Radio with Kerry Godleyman and Matt Ford. We will update you on the Scottish games this afternoon. They kick off at three o'clock. Uh, but for the time being, we do have our resident camping expert here, uh, comedian Kerry mm -hmm. Godleyman. And Kerry, Katie from Tunbridge Wells has sent you a message. Well, she's obviously a woman with similar passion as me. She said, I haven't yet mentioned folding camping furniture, which I'm very happy to talk about. And in particular, she's fond of her cooker with integrated food larder and a three shelf clothing storage with a zip to keep the cause zips a key. I love the sound of a zip on a camping holiday. <laughs> the joys of camping in France and spending a a fortune in decathlon, which I have done also on loads of gear that you don't know you need, but you need all of it. And I love furniture that zips shut. So I just on zips. just on the integrated food larder, what the yes. hell is it? I don't I don't fully know, but I like it. I like the sound <laughs> of it, <laughs> and I want one. You, I, I, basically you these pieces of furniture flat. They're just flat and zipped in. And then when you get with your camping friends, you all get out your little folder, a cupboard, and the little put the little shelves in. And then you zip it open, put all your little tins of beans in, then you zip. Basically, it's sort of like Sylvanians for grown-ups camping. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's it like a bit all like Polly the Pocket. Cupboards. Yeah, it's a lot of Polly Pocket leanings. It's all the gear. It's all the little, you know, gimcrack that you have to, that you have to take with you. And do you have a, st in your camper van, do you have a stove or do you have to use one of those like little gas hobs outside? Hobs. Got hobs, uh, got a hob in the van, got little drawers, got little cupboards, loads of cupboards. Um, and what sort of food do you eat? What's oh, your just... main food? Well, it all has to be hob-based, doesn't it? You can't be doing any baking. So oven, <laughs> no oven food. So it's kind of stews. There's a lot of pasta, a lot of pasta involved. Fry up, of course, classic camper, oh, camping wow, fodder. Of course. Yeah. 
uh, I think that's the way to get people into situations. it. If you just tell people they can have a full English every day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can... will be doing I mean, it. You've got oh, basically that camper van is basically a mobile restaurant. You basically got like a burger van that you sleep in. Basically, yeah. It's it's an extremely pleasing thing. But as I say, you do have to weather a lot of um heartache because it does break down a lot. Okay, well talking about it. It's got heartache. a pop roof. It's got a pop roof, man. <laughs> <laughs> you pop the roof and then a child can sleep up there. I wouldn't put an adult up there, it's a bit claustrophobic, but a child can sleep in the pop roof. I mean, it sounds brilliant. We are getting some messages of in of nightmares, which uh, are, are sort of more up my street. So keep texting us your camping nightmares to eight twelve fifteen. This is Matt Ford. Matt Ford weekend summer camp on Absolute Radio. And Kerry Godliman on Absolute Radio discussing, amongst other things, your camping nightmares. John Nicholson, who is uh, a member of Parliament for the Scottish National Party, has tweeted me. He says. Being mocked by my university friends for arriving at the Highland tent with a duvet, anti-allergy pillows and slippers. Dress for comfort, they'd said. <laughs> oh, I think I love that. I love the fact that he's really, rather than, you know, taking comfort to mean practical, has really gone a duvet, <laughs> pillows and slippers. Surely that's the way to do it, Kerry. Uh, me and my husband argue about this because I am um, I don't think that's camping taking a duvet but uh, and my husband's always like take a duvet we'll take a duvet there's no need to suffer there's, that's needless suffering but I just think no that's not proper camping it's like having a satellite dish on the tent you know what I do glamp when I go to Glastonbury though and that is like that's that's proper like mattress pillows duvet but it's a... oh that's not camping that's not oh camping. no but come on. I'm 37 now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm very quick oh, about these but things. But it's lovely. I mean, it's I like, do, someone... I have occasionally appreciated a duvet on a camping trip. But well, I, I guess in a weird way, it's the hardship that attracts you to it then. A little bit. It's the endurance. It's the, and also, I don't know, it's that you've not got things that you have at home. Like comfort. <laughs> it's just basically. <laughs> it's just like you, you make you, you make, just making your life hard. Do you deliberately leave yeah, stuff behind? That is what camping is. <laughs> no, no. But it's got to be camping equipment and camping things, and not things you have in a house. So would you I can't just drink? Explain it, Matt. I kind of do get it, but you know the enamel mug. Would you have like red wine out of that? Would you have everything out of that, or would you take a nice glass? No, I have red wine out of a jam jar. <laughs> oh, so it's I kind mean... of hipstery. <laughs> I see yeah, where this is like. going now. If that's what yeah, you want to call quite... it, <laughs> you kind of gone full hipster. There are strange little rules and rituals, and I can't explain them. But I just ben know and Kirsty like in uh, in Greenwich say we bought a camper van and went camping in Snowdonia for a week during a heat wave. It was fourteen degrees, raining. The awning broke, and then the roof of our van snapped in the wind. I mean, th- sure, that to wow. me sounds like a horror story. But I, I imagine you're getting misty eyed here in this tale of woe. I don't know how a roof snaps. How do you snap a roof? High I winds in Snowdonia. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're looking for trouble there, aren't you? I mean, but when that I happens, would you go? Oh, this is great. A... No, I pro- I do have a cut-off point. I have been on the cliff edge, with, like not cliff edge, but on top of a sort of windy cliff with a tent, and it has blown off. And windy that is cliff, my good friend of mine. <laughs> um, I mean, you know what? You so this whole thing, like enamel mugs, no amenities. Yeah. 
sleeping. What? I mean, wouldn't, why don't you just go to prison? Come on. It's not the same because it, it, this is what people say. It's like, it's like an endurance thing. But it's, if you get it right, if you get all the gear and you get the right weather, it, it's just there's nothing like it. It's just you've, there's a feeling of smugness available to you that, that people aren't accessing. When it all comes together, you feel so good. Like um, like Hannibal in the like 18. Bunting. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's just, honestly, if you get it he right, you've got to get the right fairy lights uh, and the right zip-up larder, you could be living the dream. And we went with friends this time and they had the best airbed I've ever seen in my life. Oh, so airbeds are allowed? And if you do product... Air... Of course airbeds are allowed. What else are you sleeping But duvets on? weren't. Yeah, I know, but an airbed isn't something you have at home. You have an airbed, a sleeping bag, and I will allow a pillow. Okay, so you're in charge. We uh, we all uh, we're all we're all finding that out. Um, <laughs> Hannibal, of course, loves cooking when he goes camping because he loves it when a flan comes together. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, that was the greatest song ever written. Done it back in anger by Oasis. And it was 25 years ago this week that Oasis and Blur fought it out in the Battle of Britpop for number one. Country House against Roll With It and Blur won. Kerry Goddiman, what side were you on? Oh, I can't believe that was 25 years. I don't know. I never really picked a side. I don't like... I don't want to have to. Do you have to? <laughs> yeah, of course you do, yeah. Is it like... I, I like both. I really like both. Oh, oh come on! I mean, it depends what way the wind's blowing. Some days Oasis, some days Blur. And They're both the great. Well, come on! One of them's great. Yeah. The other, were, the other was sort of okay. Blur were good. Oh, well, Oasis were amazing. Yeah, yeah, because Blur were great. Blur were great. Did you see both live? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Oasis live is the greatest thing I've ever seen. They're absolutely ballistic live. You've seen them loads, haven't you? Oh, the brilliant. I just wish they were still together. I just, they made me, I listen to them every day. I don't know back in anger is my favourite song, but um, I went to, you know, a few years ago for the Teenage Cancer Trust, Noel Gallagher did a night yeah. with Damon Albarn at the Royal Albert Hall. And like me and Paul McCaffrey went and we were just yeah. like, oh, this is going to be a duet with each other and stuff. And they didn't, they just did their separate thing and then all came out and played on the So that was kind of cool. But one of our friends mm -hmm. refused to go like a hardcore oasis and he was like, he said, I'm not going to that. He goes, what did we fight in a battle of Britpop for? Like it had been an actual war. Like it was referred to like the Battle of Stamford Bridge. Was like, it wasn't a real military operation. It was just two like bands that. trying to get to number one. But it was genuine. It was genuine. What did we fight in a battle it, of Britpop for? But there was more, it, there was a kind of implicit North v South and like art school kids v kind of uh, more street kids. It's a lot going on, wasn't there, underneath that battle? I yeah, don't like it. I don't like the poem. No, I agree it. with that. That was quite. If you, I mean, if you purely do it on the music, you've got to pick Oasis, surely. I do like Oasis, and they are. Like, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, Matt. They're brilliant. And it's great songs. Look back Good. in anger. It's a great song. Yep. But there's some great Blur songs. That 13 album's brilliant. That's yes, Old Tender's a very good song. But oh, come yeah. on, they're just. I mean, 25 there's years more, on, we're still having eclectic. this conversation. They're more eclectic, aren't they, Blur? There's more sort of going on. Whereas Oasis, it's like, how many chords? And the lyrics are crazy. What are they saying? Yeah, but, you don't... Yeah, but that doesn't matter because it's so. that's how good they are, that it's gibberish. 
and it means it's more total to gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Right up my no, I, know, I, I know what you're saying. She's electric. That's my favourite one. See, they wrote funny songs. They wrote ballads. They wrote anthems. They wrote punk. Oh, everything. All everything in the same ever need. Yeah, but <laughs> well, that shows what great talent they were because some of the songs did sound different. This is Matt Ford. Matt Ford weekend summer camp on Absolute Radio. It's a Saturday today. And on this particular Saturday, I mean, I know you know it, so I announced that like it was news. Like you should be <laughs> sat by the radio amazed. But today, you can get married again. Uh, lockdown rules have been eased. Small wedding receptions are alive, uh, allowed. Um, live indoor performances. There are people at the Crucible today. Beauty treatments. Bowling alleys, casinos, soft play centres. So do text us on 8 12, 15 if you're getting married today. Or if you're doing anything. If you're going to any of those things, a bowling alley or a casino or a um, live indoor performance of any sort um because I, I i no matter how old you get and no matter how unstructured your life becomes i think and i don't know if you agree with this kerry i think saturdays feel like saturdays you wake up and you can feel it in the air yeah, yeah no it's got a very distinct feeling of saturday isn't it and childhood saturdays are like ca- cartoons in the morning or tis yes. if you're my generation yeah and then, had, like, go out shopping in the afternoon. Yeah. Go, just go to town for no reason and just walk around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But cartoons, I used to get up. I still get up really early every day of the week. I'm, I'm not a line person uh-huh. at all. I'm usually awake before six o'clock, and then it's just about what time I can get out of bed. But when I was a kid, wow. we because I would just get up early and just put the telly on, we had a rule on Saturdays that the telly wasn't allowed to be on before 6 a.m., so I would just sit in my bed, wow. wait for the clock to strike six, and just peg it downstairs. And put, I think it was like <laughs> the Comic Zone or something on Channel 4 in, in the late 80s. On It was brilliant. Right. But even now, I wake up on a Saturday, I'm like, it's Saturday. I feel great. Yeah, it's a great feeling. It's a lovely feeling, a Saturday feeling. Oh, it's so cool. And my mum used to get us a little Saturday treat. So I'd come downstairs and there'd be like a pack of football stickers and a chocolate bar. You're like, this is... You know what? Basically, I'm a... Dog, because that's how you train dogs, isn't it? You give them little treats and then that sets their behaviour for life. And my <laughs> mum was basically training me like a hound and just left little to treats To forever love Saturdays. Yeah. I think there's still part of me that thinks I'm going to get a parcel or something. I think if something's going to happen to me, it's going to be on a Saturday. Is that mad? No, that is a little bit mad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, positive, isn't it? I mean, it's a nice thing. I mean, you're never going to have a bad thing happen to you on a Saturday. The other days of the week, not so sure. But Saturday, yeah. you're golden. It feels like, I suppose football happens on Saturdays, like other things that have like conditioned me. What I do do on a Saturday, I don't know if you have any Saturday rituals, I make myself a bagel with halloumi and avocado. And it was only today oh, I realised, nice. I've just started doing this. This has become part of my life. I've just sort of drifted into this routine where only on a Saturday I'll have a, I'll have a, a halloumi and avocado bagel what would happen if you were to do that on a tuesday i think it'd feel weird i think i'd start drinking too early and and uh, i think like (laughs) i think my life would basically fall apart um yeah text us if if you're getting married today or or doing anything that you haven't been able to do so far and if you have a saturday ritual or ritual on any day text us on 8 12 15 tell us what it is and how you've ended up doing it you're listening to the rock and roll football podcast we're asking you for your Saturday routines, if you have any. Um, Dean 
has tweeted us. He says, I wake up and try to remember what day it is. They all feel the same these days. I don't know whether to take that as a, like, you could read that as a positive or, or really as quite a profound negative. And I, I, I can't make up my mind. I agree with you. Whether that sounds good or I not. I think Saturdays do, even in lockdown, I felt like Saturdays were a bit different to the rest of the week. Because I was with kids and homeschooling and it was like, we don't have to do that on a Saturday. It's got a different feel to it. You've got more freedom. Well, you know what? In a way, I think Fridays are the best day of the week. Even now when I work Saturdays, there is a Friday feeling where about just conditioned from years of doing nine to fives and, and being at school. It's Friday afternoon. You think this is the best day of the week because you can still go out on a Friday night and then you've got two days off afterwards. Yeah, it's all in the uh, premonition rather than the. Yeah, so it's all to look forward to on the Friday. And then you get that sort of sinking feeling on a Sunday afternoon where you've got to get ready for the working week again. Oh, man. That's it was worse when you were at be. school. It was so bad. Sunday afternoons, I was almost like depressed yeah. as a kid. Just, oh, yeah. I used to like hug my pillow. To, well, like my cushions <laughs> tight. Just, I didn't want time to like. Elapse. I was trying to slow time down. It was so sad. I was like, oh, no. On a Saturday night telly as a kid when it's it's blind a date. Oh, yes. oh yes. man. That was I the weirdest thing when just... you started doing stand-up. Did you always sort of slightly there was a slight pull when you had to go out the door when Saturday morning Saturday night telly started up? I used to sort of think, oh, but strictly's on. I've got to go and do a gig. <laughs> it but was more that like on. my mates were out partying. I was, I was kind of... Yeah. I've never been massively in Strictly, but I don't want us to fall out. You know, we've been through the Blur Oasis thing and we managed to weather No, I know, storm. but you know what I mean? Like, Saturday night telly and you cosy up and then you're like, oh, I've got to go to work now. Ice cream, finger of fudge, snaps, tomato flavour, just, oh. Sat in your pyjamas. <laughs> I don't even have pyjamas anymore. You know what? Is, it, is this weird to want, like... <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, but what I think you know what I mean. Kids' pyjamas. As a kid, my pyjamas were really comfy and they had, like, Popeye on them or Thundercats or whatever. Adult pyjamas aren't made of the same material. It, would it be no, worth having like, adult, I, child... Uh, like, I've you know, looked everywhere. For t- yeah, but I think you can find... If you, put your, if you put a bit of effort in, you can get that sort of T-shirt material pyjama. And I'm, I'm the same as you. I don't like other fabrics. I want that fabric for pyjamas. Exactly, yeah. Right, let's, let's just leave it there before we sound like utter creeps. This is Matt Ford's Weekend Summer Camp on Absolute Radio. You can get married today, so do text us 812.15 if you're off to a wedding this weekend or doing any of the activities you're now allowed to do. Um, we've had a text from someone who said, I'm off to the bookies to blitz my wages. Laters. I'm a real wild one. Wild one. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Philip's been in touch. You'll all be happy to know. He says, breakfast on Saturday is always two croissants with homemade jam. When we run out of homemade jam, we buy peach jam. No other flavour is acceptable. Um, I didn't know peach jam existed. I never really have croissants at home. It feels... I think it feels a bit too exotic for me. (laughs) I don't think I do, really. I'm not a big lover of a croissant, anyway. Because they are... I mean, they're, they're flaky. They get everywhere. They're a mess. Yeah. And then you and then you get all the I mean they yeah. taste delicious. I love the taste. But isn't in it just of, pure butter? Yeah, that does I think that's what I like about it. It must be something else, yeah. surely. What else? Just butter and flour. Yeah, I don't know. They're like holiday food. I think of them as holiday food. Have you ever had a chocolate one? 
Oh, Pano Chocolat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise. When you said it in English, I didn't realise. Oh, Pano Chocolat. We're, 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 we're. But you All can't right. say it in English. You can't go, oh, chocolate croissant. It doesn't sound good, but Pano Chocolat. That sounds Pain good. our chocolate. I mean, I still call it hotel chocolate. I just The problem is, because hotel feels like quite an English word, it doesn't feel right to go hotel chocolat. It'd be like going, you know, bus station cappuccino. Like it doesn't because hotel feels so English. <laughs> it, it feels like I can't pronounce chocolat. Yeah, and you can't with your mates. I'm a man in my thirties. I can't say hotel chocolat to a, to a friend. They think I was well, being pretentious. You, yeah, but you have to do it in a silly, ironic voice. Yeah, that's why you got to go chocolat because then <laughs> you're fully embracing being pretentious. Hotel chocolat. No, you're being ironic. Then it's allowed. Okay, and and what, how, do you do like a sort of French hand gesture with it? Don't misunderstand that. Ah, you know sure. what I mean? Like the kind oui, of, oui. Oui, oui. Yes, why not? Oui, why oui, not? Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. I think the key yes. to doing a If you're going to say pain au chocolat, yeah. fully commit. The, the key to, I, I do not do many French accents here, but it is the, um, the how do you say, it? it's all that sort of thing, isn't it? That, that makes your French sound better. Oh, you go, oh, le, um, le, le, oh, come on, the, um, you know, yeah. the, um, you know. Um, well, we're, we, I mean, this is like Rosetta Stone have sponsored this show. We're, we're bringing you um, banter, music, and... Uh, We've gone full allo allo. It's total allo allo territory. <laughs> we are on the radio. <laughs> Matt Ford, Weekend Summer Camp on Absolute Radio. Matt Ford and Kerry Godleman on Absolute Radio this Saturday afternoon. Just to update you on some uh, Scottish Premier League scores, it's Hamilton 0, St Mirren 1, Kilmarnock and St Johnston is 0-0 and Ross County, Dundee United is one all. Celtic Aberdeen were meant to play earlier today, but of course um, neither of those teams can play because some of their players broke the rules um, on uh, on social distancing and the rules around football in lockdown. So they're in uh, they're in trouble, uh, both of those clubs. Um, now the president of the United States, of course, friend of the show, friend of the show, um, has given a speech this week, and um, he wants to change. <laughs> he wants to change shower heads in America because they're not allowed to produce more than two and a half gallons of water a minute. He says this isn't good enough. And in a speech earlier this week, he said, shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out, so what do you do? You stand there longer or you take a shower longer because my hair, I don't know, but it has to be perfect. Perfect. Um, So he is genuinely going to use the power that he may only have a few months left with to change the law on shower heads because he doesn't think showers in America are strong enough. Now, I I agree with him. A weak shower is a nightmare. Um, but if you were president for a day, what one rule would you change? What one selfish thing would you do with the law? Kerry Godleman. Um, I would force everyone to go camping for a week, like a sort of <laughs> national service. It's character building. And can they do it a, a week of their choice or do we all do it in the same no, week? No, they've got to do it. They've got to do it before they turn 20. It's got to okay. be like, you know... As a sort of entry to adulthood, like 18, 19, 20, like national service. It's got to be, if, you've got to have done it. You get a certificate when you've done it. Um, and then you've got to prove that you've done it for legal reasons. 
Okay, so you, you sound quite draconian. This is going to be enforced, what, with a new kind of squadron of... Uh, you almost sounds like you're uh, advocating a militia. I haven't I haven't thought that through. That Trump story is... I'll tell you what that leaves me with. Just the thought of him standing in the shower is now a visual image. I can't seem to... I don't want it, and I can't shake it. Well, it's a very beautiful image, Gary, and I think... <laughs> I think you would appreciate it. I think a lot of people would in... in Britland, where you guys live. No I know you're from. I know the accent. Yours there. You got a beautiful <laughs> Scottish accent, by the way. And I think, I think a lot of people like to think of me in the shower without any clothes on on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Kerry Godleyman and Donald Trump here on Absolute Radio on Saturday afternoon. I love talking to you guys. <laughs> we're talking and do Texas, by the way, and at twelve fifteen. I want to know what would you do if you were president for the day and you could change a law. I think, I think I'm going to stop speaking like this now. But um, <laughs> I don't know how to then hand over and pretend that it's not me doing it. Um, I think. Uh, cheers for that, by the way, Don. Um, I think I, Matt Ford, would um, change. I would either make Friday a half day, so that everyone has to finish work at twelve noon on a Friday. Because I think oh, just giving good. you the day off wouldn't give you the full benefit. You kind of want to go in a bit and then like have that freedom of leaving yeah. work at half day. Or how about this? Free Chip Friday, where we have government chip vans that just drive the streets handing out free portions of chips. Oh, yeah, that is good. Mm, that is good. Friday. Wouldn't the novelty wear off, though? I mean, I haven't stopped eating chips and I've been paying for them all my life. <laughs> <laughs> and the novelty... No, you're right, Matt. Novelty... You're right. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> I mean, it might put chip shops out of business, so maybe you'd have to do a kind of scheme where they're compensated or something. Um, Rishi Sunak will take care of that. Yeah, he'd be fine. Whatever it He'll takes. It. That's my Rishi Sunak impression. It's not quite there yet. He sounds quite <laughs> camp, doesn't he? Rishi Sunak, whatever it Say takes. Say unprecedented as many unprecedented, times as you can. An unprecedented economic challenge <laughs> caused by a public health crisis. Whatever it takes. Oh, I've made him slightly um, showbiz. Um, so <laughs> made him very um, Western musical. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great. Like you know, it. Rishi's here, Donald's here, all the heavyweights on Absolute Radio. Um, so I would I would do Fish and Chip Friday. This has been a real mismatch of impressions this thing. Um, but text us on 8-12-15. If you were president for the day, what one selfish law would you enact? This is Matt Ford's Weekend Summer Camp on Absolute Radio. Texas on 8-12-15, if you were president for the day, what one selfish law would you enact? Siobhan Moore's been in touch on social media. She says, I would ban eggs because they're disgusting. Um, Kerry Godleman, your view on eggs. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> but are you a fan of eggs? Do you think they're disgusting or... Or are you somewhere in the middle? I, I do like eggs, but when... Well, I do like eggs, but if you overthink an egg and what an egg is, you do think, ugh, they are a bit weird. My son recently was like, what is an egg? I was like, don't overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said to him? Don't overthink it. Yeah, I said, don't overthink it. Once you get into the specifics of what an egg is, you don't want one, do you? <laughs> you don't fancy it. No, you're it. right. You're right. I think that's what slightly always... Put, it's only recently I've introduced... I've occasionally had an egg... But I think they don't yeah. smell great. The texture's not no. great. The flake, you know, there's not a... It's amazing the that's so popular, the really. Yeah, the backstory's not good at all. 
And you just think, oh. Yeah, no, absolutely. Have I? I mean, it, of all the foods, it really feels like <laughs> theft. You're like, we've taken this from an animal. It's like, it's sort of milk. You're like, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, they, yeah. Animals produce milk. But you're like, eggs. You're it's like, not even fully developed. It's not even a developed thing. I mean, this has gone so, this has gone so dark. I mean, I don't think anywhere else in the world yeah, are people going to be having such a philosophical discussion about eggs. But that's that's a good thing, isn't it? You should think about what you're eating. That is that's not dark. That's just you know you should. No, that's right. That's good. Um, we've had uh, we've had another message here. Sio <laughs> um, says uh, if he was president for the day, he would make everyone have a two-hour nap, which doesn't include work breaks. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And would you, you take, take it in, in like a little chunk? mat? No, you take in one of those little mats that they have in nurseries where you have to unroll it and have your nap. Oh, like a little yoga mat? Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. So like a sleeping room with mattresses. That'd be great. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, man, that bags. is a great, great look. That is... Uh, work could just be like a massive sleepover. You could have like... You could be like one of those ambient <laughs> rooms where you have like chilled music, kind of lava lampy type stuff. A nice kind of lemon yes. essence in the air. Oh, maybe Why like not? a walk of milk. Oh, this is this is how you change the world. Uh, text <laughs> us on eight twelve fifteen if you're a president for the day. Beat that. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, one of the impacts of the global pandemic has been that I'm a celebrity can't be filmed in Australia this year. So apparently, it's going to be filmed in Wales instead, which is brilliant. Um, but what are the shows? would be improved by moving them elsewhere. Like any show at all. Texas on 8, 12, 15. Um, Kerry Godleyman, what shows would you move? I would swap over EastEnders and Coronation Street just just for oh. the novelty of it. So make all the Londoners go up north and all the Northerners come down. <laughs> that is a great idea. That would be civil war. Yeah. I mean, you take Blur and Oasis and you up it, don't you? This is taking it to another <gasps> level. Of course, that would be the legacy, really. It would be really honouring the, the Battle of Britpop. Um, I would move... I don't know if you've seen Bachelor in Paradise, the um, American oh, no. dating show. What does that involve? It's kind of like Love Island, but uh, and believe me, and this is incredible, the people on it are even more shallow, uh, and they're American, <laughs> okay. and they're all like, they're all good-looking, they're like, oh, my God, I think you're hardish pure, I think we have a connection. Um, I would move that to Skegness Butlins and... Um, <laughs> Make, they do a thing at the end of each week oh, where they have a rose yes. ceremony where the guys have to hand out a rose to the ladies and then if you know there's always more people than there are roses and then the following week the ladies hand out the roses you know and I just think to see that at the Lytton Tree pub in Skegness would be absolutely <laughs> brilliant I think your heart is pure sorry can you turn the music down over there I, no the oasis is on a bit loud no I don't know what a blue WKD is but I don't think I want to eat it I don't know why Woody Allen is on this show either, but he's just showing up. Um, <laughs> my anxieties, I don't like going to Skegness, you know how I get. Um, Texas on 8, 12, 15, what TV shows would you move to Britain? This is Matt Ford. Matt Ford, weekend summer camp on Absolute Radio. We have had a phenomenal suggestion here. Texas on 8, 12, 15. In honour of I'm a Celebrity being moved from the Australian Outback to Wales, um, what TV shows would you move location? John in Canary Wharf has said, I would move Baywatch to Ramsgate on a typical English <laughs> summer's day, which usually has horizontal rain. Baywatch in Britain would be amazing. Yeah, it'd be great. 
You'd have to so do the run in a gagool. But they'd have to be like dodging like empty Coke cans and like dog mess and just like, just all the stuff, fag butts and stuff like that, just everything <laughs> strewn across the beach. There'd be no, it's just the least, any British people beach, going crabbing. <laughs> oh man, some people stand in the darkness. Just a load of group. I mean, there'd be like gangs of youths starting on David Hasloff. He would not be able to handle British youth. I'm confident of it. I'd love I mean, to see him in an arcade. The, I mean, the episodes you'd get would be great. Where you been, Mitch? Just been down the arcade. Put about $5 worth of two peas in. They're all teetering on the edge. I just got to go back. I tried racking it, but the alarm went off. Jeez, I was so close to getting that little watch, that My Little Pony watch and a cigarette lighter. They were just teetering on the brink there. I don't understand the science of it. Oh. Uh, Have you ever won anything in the grabber? You done the grab? Never, never, ever. I, Are you? I no, I haven't. But I explained to my kids that it's a mugs game and no one ever wins. Just as my niece won, <gasps> she she got a cuddly toy. Just as wow. I was lecturing my kids about no one ever wins, only the house wins. You will <laughs> never win. And then I think she just got like some big eyed dog thing just handed <sighs> to her by that robot hand. I, I've never been so stupid think- in my life. The, well, the thing that really annoys me about the, the big robot hand is when you don't win, and this is true of a lot of these games where you can actually win something tangible, and I'd still the noise is lodged in my head from years of holidaying in Skegness, it will make Ooh. that little tr- electronic jingle where it goes, you've taken my money and now you're basically singing at me. This is immoral. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. I'm still loving the thought of Baywatch getting set in. Okay, awesome British seaside town. Oh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson having to fend off some local rude boys in a Vauxhall Nova doing, doing donuts on the beach. You need to pitch this. This works. Do you think? British yeah, Baywatch. Pitch it. Yes. Probably probably one of the best theme tunes of all time, Baywatch. Oh. Oh, I can't remember it. How did it go? Some people stand in the dark. I can't believe I'm singing on the radio. Go <laughs> on, keep going. Ready. I'll be ready. Because <laughs> I'm always ready. I won't let you out of my side. Remember, there's big drums. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, you must remember it. I don't really, I didn't really watch it. I didn't really watch it. Yeah, I suppose it wasn't it was my more thing. For, more for young chaps, um, for a couple of reasons. Um, but there we are. Um, we should leave it there. Um, <laughs> Kerry Godleman, it's always such a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for coming on with with oh, us I've today. Had a very lovely time. Thank you for having me. See you next week. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Okay, you join me live from the uh, prison camp that Kerry Godleman has had set up. Um, I've been incarcerated <laughs> here for a week. It's cold. Um, I'm in a tent that doesn't work. And um, apparently this is what kindness looks like in the year 2020. <laughs> it's the making of you. It will be the <laughs> making of you. <laughs> so have you got any more camping trips planned for this year? Uh, not this year, no. Unless um, I go for a spontaneous one, which can happen. That can happen. Sometimes you're like, I've got to go now. I've got to go camping now. <laughs> and, what, and that's what, the beauty of a camper van. You can just go. Pre- 
Presumably, when the weather's good, that's when you go, right, we should do it now. Yeah, yeah. Or is it something yeah, else that sparks it. it? No, the weather is a big deal breaker, actually. If it's suddenly really sunny and you've got no work on, you're like, let's go. Oh, oh it's so good when you get those times where mm. all of a sudden a day just presents itself. I mean, my inclination yeah. would be, I'd say I'm just going to go to the pub for midday and uh, <laughs> see how long I last. But obviously you have a far more... You can you, know, you can start drinking in once you go camping. There's a lovely, you know, when you just sort of got the tent up, got the camp up, and then you open the wine, and that's it. You're just there now for the night, aren't you? And, get and what sort in. of wine are we talking? What's a, what's a good camping wine? I don't know much about wines. One for about seven ninety nine from the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so... That sort of price range. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Don't get an oh. over cheap one. I love that going. But don't sorry, go I'm, mad. Sorry, I'm looking for a camping wine. I think it's about seven ninety nine. Oh, Kerry, it's always a treat, mate. Thank you so much for coming back. I've had a lot of fun. Thank you for asking me. And um, well, you're back. Is it next week or the week after or something? I think I'm doing next I'm week and the week after that. Yeah, oh. so like uh, early into early September, I think. What a treat! Well, see you next week, mate. Yeah, look forward to it. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.